welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope this week finds you well. So I'd like to welcome individuals from three new countries who are now listening to us, from Croatia, Romania, and the Dominican Republic. Thank you for tuning in. We are very happy to have you, and we hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast at www.themerrymacshow.com. We look forward to your being with us on a regular basis, and we hope this podcast is serving you well. This week, I'd like to speak about spiritual challenges. Now, after a loved one's death, we might have a fear of losing our faith. You might have prayed so hard leading up to their death and hoping that they would be saved, but once they died, you were so disappointed that God didn't answer your prayers. And if they died suddenly, you can have a tremendous conflict as to what part God played in their death. For some, prayers and their faith are the only things that keep them going, especially if they have lost several significant people in their life. They have shared with me that their faith is their anchor, that they will once again see all their relatives in heaven. But do realize that there are times when our faith is tested when we do wonder how we are going to get through such horrific times and such horrific losses. We also wonder if God is hearing our prayers. We question why things have happened as they have, as well as our part in all of this. We wonder why they were taken from us, why they were taken in this manner, and why they were taken just now. And we go through the process looking for answers which will never come. And I often say that the broken record that circles around in our heads after a loved one's death can go on and on for years if we let it. We will never know why our loved one died as they did, when they did, that is only up to God to determine. So it's important to let that be. We cannot change it. We can, of course, go through the time of being angry with God, and many people do, some for a while and some for much longer. 
Only you can determine exactly how long you might wish to be angry with God. But do realize that he's a big God, and he can take all the anger and frustration that you throw at him. He knows you. He made you. He already knew the pain you would feel after your loved ones died. It's no surprise to him. So ask him for help. Ask him for his love. Ask him for his comfort and peace. Take out your second journal where you vent and write to God. Tell him everything that is going on each day. Tell him how you feel, how angry, lonely, frustrated, and hurt you feel. Tell him all the things that aren't working now since your loved one died or was killed. And tell him all the little details of your life and how difficult things are now. Don't ever think that he will abandon you because of your anger toward him and the world. He will never abandon you. He will always be there for you. All you need to do is sit quietly and wait. Maybe first thing in the morning, before you start your day, all alone, in a comfortable chair in your home, in a lovely place, with your journal by your side, so you can write down what comes to you. This is a sacred place for you. Sit quietly and wait. I start with, Good morning, Lord. I remember when my grief was raw, I'd lash out with all the things that were angering me, all the things that were unfair, all the things that just seemed unjust. And as I moved along, I realized that I wasn't giving him a chance to speak to me, to get in a word. And eventually, I learned to sit back, relax, and wait for him. There is a place where you will hear that still, small voice which will give you guidance. Sometimes I would hear, No need to do anything, he'd say. Just relax. I am here. I am here for you. It will be okay. It will be okay. And then, of course, in my mind, I'm wondering, when will it be fine? How is it going to be fine when they are dead? And I tried to tell myself that I had no control over this, that even though I wanted a different outcome, I wasn't going to get it. This was my reality, and no matter how much I hated it, it was the sad truth. And I had to finish with my pity party, because until I did, nothing would become better. If I was still raging, still feeling crazed, nothing would change for me and how I was dealing with this. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you don't have a right to your own pity party. You absolutely do. But only you can decide how long you want to dwell in it. And it's ironic that prayer 
and faith are the two things that actually help you learn to release that pity party and come to a place of calm and resolve that nothing will bring them back, no matter how much anger you feel. It's a sort of reconciliation between you and God. It's a coming together again and realizing that he's there for you to vent with, but also to help you get through such excruciating pain and sorrow, such desperation and overwhelm. To ask for his comfort and peace once again. And all of us have the ability to do this in our own timing. Now I'm sure some of you are asking yourself if you can believe any of what I'm saying to you. And I can appreciate that. This isn't about going to church, unless that helps you. This is instead about the one-on-one relationship that you have with God. And if you weren't aware that you could have this, please know that you do. You definitely have this ability. Now, some organized religion makes you believe that you have to go through someone like a priest or a minister or a rabbi or another religious leader to connect with God. But I don't believe that. I believe if you take some time in a quiet place, you will hear the Lord speaking to you, if you listen. Ask Him what you need to know and wait for the answer. Now, it may not come immediately, but it may be shown to you in another way at another time. It might come to you in a story you are reading. It might come to you through a person you just met who tells you their experience. For the longest time, I couldn't understand why Angela, at the tender age of 11, could be murdered. And it took 18 long years to determine who killed her. So for many, many years, that broken record spun around in my mind. The why this happened. Then one early morning when I was writing my first book, I heard a preacher come on the TV and she caught my attention from the other room. She said something so profound that it solved my mystery. She said that if we had all the answers to our why, then we would be God. Now think about that for a moment. If we had all the answers to our life's trial, we would be God. And that, for me, was my answer. That was something I could live with. And after that, I started to feel much better because it made sense. It was logical. We might not get the answers that we want, and we might not get any answer to why our loved one was taken so soon or in the manner they died. But I'd like to think there is a grand plan for each of our lives, and it seems much more peaceful and calm when we are surrounded with God's love and embrace. 
And while many have given up on God and stopped communicating with Him, I ask you to try again. Try to rebuild the relationship you once had or try to start a relationship that you never had. Yes, some think that this is all craziness, talking to someone that you can't see. But you speak with your loved one whom you can't see anymore, don't you? The person who died? And to a certain degree, that brings you comfort, yes? So give this a chance. Through all your tears and pain, all your frustration and overwhelm, give God another chance to bring you peace and love and calm and comfort because you deserve this. So now it's time to get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you still think this is silly, but please do it for me anyway, okay? Thank you for listening in today and share my podcast with those who might benefit from this knowledge. Remember to write five things in your journal each night that you are grateful for. Please subscribe to my podcast and rate and review it at www.themarymacshow.com and sign up for my private email list there so we can stay in touch. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.